Hello and welcome to the My RV Ninja podcast. I'm your host, James Upham, your lead RV ninja who helps you karate chop your way into the RV lifestyle. It is my belief that everyone who buys RVs should be empowered with all the tools necessary to receive a great price and a great experience. This show provides tips for the RV lifestyle and reveals how RV research, education, and experience can help you buy or sell RVs without being taken advantage of. The most important things in life are relationships, and RVs really can be relationship investments. If you enjoyed today's show, you can find out more at MyRVNinja.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the My RV Ninja podcast. I'm your lead RV ninja and host, James Upham. Hey, happy new year. Listen, I uh, want to start out by saying I'm sorry. Maybe that's not the best way to start out. But I want to say I'm sorry I have not been uh, broadcasting some of these podcasts that we've got lined up for us this year. We, uh, of course, had the holidays and the new year and there was a couple things going on. And I've been anxious to get back out there to share with you with some Share with you, hopefully, some some information. Let me try this again. Share with you some information that will hopefully benefit you in the RV universe out there. So, hey, I'm excited about 2021. How about you? Uh, 2020 was an interesting year for all of us. And we saw, uh, we saw this happen um, a few other times. Not, not, not the virus now or what's happened there, but we've seen this happen a few other times in the RV industry where there's been a surge of, of interest, uh, but this by far is unlike anything that we've ever seen. So we might have some new listeners out there saying, hey, I keep hearing about this RV, uh, this RV life, and I want to join it. So that being said, uh, let's get started with today's podcast. Uh, what I wanted to entitle... I sh- <laughs> What I wanted, I'm rusty, forgive me. What I wanted to title today's uh, recording as um, is is basically your uh, three-step process as you're buying an RV. Now, don't tune out for me for those of you who have RVs and say, well, this doesn't apply. Listen, I want to share with you a brief uh, acronym that might help you before you buy your next RV. Um, they might even help you with other purchases, but definitely before you buy your next RV, because you know the average turnaround time for an RV is three and a half years. Can you believe that? People go out and get in all this kind of debt and finance through the roof, and then three and a half years later, they get buried in their trade, and they get uh, in even more debt. It's uh, not something I recommend, although I do recommend the RV lifestyle. It's certainly not something. There's a better way to do it. So hopefully with these points here, we can get started with today's recording, and uh, this might help you if you're considering, if it's coming up on that three and a half year mark, and you're considering going out and getting yourself another IV, <laughs> RV. Oh, I'm just cracking myself up today. Let's get started. All right. B-U-Y. Think of the buy. When you buy an RV or other things for that matter, let's start with the first letter B before you begin. Before you begin your search, guys, I want to say to you that you've got to know what features are most important to you. Let me give you an example. In my life, we have, uh, my wife and I have three children, and we're a family of five. And when I have uh, used RVs, bought RVs, searched for RVs, whatever, rented RVs in the past, uh, whatever the scenario is for us is going to be different for you. 
Um, because for us, the most important thing is seatbelts, right? We got to have enough butts in the seats that are there and they are bolted into the proper places when it comes to the actual construction. And so if I'm renting a motorhome, I got to have enough seatbelts. Otherwise, it just puts my family in jeopardy. So I'm not willing to do that. Um, yeah, I, I was told I was father of the year last year, but I think all of us need to be the father of the year when it comes to uh, seatbelts for the kids. So that was really important for me. So you got to know before you begin what features are most important for you. Uh, another just example there is gas versus diesel. Uh, there's all kinds of good information out there as you're trying to determine that. Or, or for instance, if you have a truck right now, you're thinking about buying a trailer, make sure that you know the capacity of what you can carry, what you can tow. Uh, having all that information before you begin is, is super important. Uh, the other thing you should think about is, uh, as part of the B for buy uh, is, uh, is under this category, and that is what are your travel habits? You know, Before you begin, know what your travel habits are. What do you reala- realistically are thinking about doing with your RV? Um, and what I mean by that is are you going to be a re- weekend warrior or are you going to be, you know, a long-time RVer? These are important things to know. Why? Because it will influence your buying decision. Uh, don't go in there and think, well, I don't know, let's go check them out. And next thing you know, you're driving home in a 40-foot Class A diesel motorhome, and you really just needed a small, you know, 29-foot trailer, or smaller, I should say, even though that's not too small. But basically, you wanted a trailer. Uh, and, uh, as you went to a dealership, let's say you were just kind of all over the place. And next thing you know, it, you know, look at me, mom, I got a 40 footer. So make sure that you know what your travel habits are. Um, how much storage do you need? Uh, I'm going to give you a hint here. Storage is key and you're going to need more than you think you need. Uh, what about, uh, exterior kitchens or outside entertainment, etc.? These are things that you got to know before you buy. So those, uh, those are important things to think about before you go, especially before you go onto a dealer's lot. Um, now, the other part of that before you begin is you got to know what's the very most you can spend. Uh, and I always say could versus should. You know, maybe you could spend a little more, but you, uh, you know, there's an old term that we, uh, we've used here uh, in the past and something that I've seen happen over and over to our friends is uh, being house poor. Uh, although we all love to have nice big homes, um, you know, I, I think we've seen it happen. We've seen it happen a lot in RVs where you go and you buy something just because you can afford something on a payment, but you really can't use it or afford um, the up, you know, the upkeep on these uh, on these motorhomes or these trailers. So just make sure you know versus could versus should, uh, not what you can get finance for, but really what you should be spending. Focus on the total purchase price. This is really key here, not on your monthly payment. Don't spend any time in units that you cannot afford. Don't go into the million dollar buses or start to go into the $300,000, you know, diesel motorhomes. If all you can afford, you should pay is maybe $150,000 class A gas. So this is not going to help you down the road as you're trying on your search. So before you begin, know what the features are that are most important Know what you plan on using the RV for, your travel habits, as I say, and also know the very most you could or should spend that's going to make you uh, the happiest RVer out there. All right, so that's for your B. So before you begin, we went through that. Let's look at the U for the BUY acronym here, right? For the U is understanding the risks. Know what the real market value is of your RV. Now, we've, you've heard me talk about this before, guys. Within the first couple years, 
your RVs on average will typically depreciate up to 40%, sometimes less, sometimes more, depending on the unit, depending on the year. But you're going to get creamed when it comes to your resale value if you try to buy a new uh, RV and turn around and sell it, all things being equal. Now, we know 2020 and 2021 is starting out this way. There's still this craze where there's a whole lot of demand and there's, there's less supply out there. So when things begin to balance out, just know uh, what you're getting when you're buying a new versus a used RV. Uh, they depreciate much faster, as you know, than cars do and understand the benefits of having a used over a, a new or a new over a used. Don't want to spend too much time there. We've talked about that in other segments and other videos, but that's something you should understand what the risks are. Another thing you should understand uh, as you're buying an RV and understanding the risk that is, is know how much your RV will actually cost you after it becomes yours. And guys, this is super, super important. The way to find this information out is not from your salesperson or the person selling the RV. The way to find this answer out and real information, real practical advice is on Facebook groups and forums and some of them out there. Um, I still, to this day, some of the nicest people I have ever met, ever, have been on an RV uh, campsite um, somewhere in some of these RV parks. I mean, RVers are genuinely good people that want to help you with your problems, whether it's a sewer hose issue, which I've been there, or, <coughs> excuse me, or it's something like this. Hey, I'm looking at Mr. So-and-so, I'm looking at buying uh, a very similar RV do you mind sharing with me, you know, realistically what I can expect to, to spend the first year on, if it's a motorhome, on fuel, uh, on extra things that you would recommend that I need, uh, up, up, you know, upfitting costs and just keeping this maintained, I mean, et cetera, et cetera. So know the real cost of what it is. Um, some of these uh, larger motorhomes are a lot more expensive to keep running, um, running, running the way that they should, I should say. Um, and, and, you know, you got to know that before you go out and buy it. So don't just focus on, on that payment or how much you can afford, but know how much it's going to cost you throughout the year. Um, another thing that you should, and we spent a long time talking about this. We had my friend and attorney come on the uh, broadcast with us here before. And that is just knowing if you have enough RV insurance, guys, this is so, so crucial because nobody thinks about and it's not really a good selling point for your salesperson to come in and say, hey, you know, you could possibly get into an accident or die in this thing. But um, Not that that's a laughing matter, but my point is, is that, you know, you got to know if you have enough insurance. Uh, gap insurance or underinsure, uh, underinsured insurance is something that you should definitely talk about with your um, sales. Well, you talk it over with the salesperson at the... Um, at the dealership or maybe with a private party, but you definitely want to talk most importantly to someone that you trust that's in the insurance industry. Uh, find out what the quotes are. Find out what you need, what you don't need. You've heard me say this before, guys. A huge moneymaker for, uh, for car and RV dealerships is their F&I department and when they sell all these additional add-ons. Now, sometimes it's worth it. A lot of times it's not. And a lot of times you can actually get a much better price out there if you do your research. So just make sure that you have enough and understand the risk of not having enough insurance on your RV if something, God forbid, were to happen. Uh, the other, the last letter that I want to go over with you for buy and your buy RV is going to be the Y. And I always, I, I like to use the term yield there and I'm going to use a couple Y's, but yield. And what I mean by yield is, look, you can proceed when we see a yield sign, we're supposed to, 
supposed to anyway, yield for oncoming traffic. We're not supposed to uh, drive recklessly, right? What we are supposed to do is we're supposed to see and yield, and if we need to, stop. If not, proceed. And I, and I use that term because there's a lot of reckless spending out there because of the emotions that cause so much trouble for people. They go in and they find their RV and their salesperson has put a lot of pressure on them and they said this is the last one they're going to get the next six months, eight months, and next thing you know it, you're in something you can't afford, something that you like but you don't really love. And, um, you know, you've been encouraged to spend just a little bit more money per month than what you felt comfortable with. It's just a few dollars, right? Everybody can spend your money a lot easier than you could spend yours. You ever notice that? I did that one time when I was buying a car, which I've bought many of them. And I remember, um, you know, we, we uh, pay for cash now on our cars with our cars. But, uh, but when I've, I have financed cars in the past and I remember sitting down across the table because remind you guys, I've been on both sides of the table when it comes to the RV industry. Uh, but uh, when it comes to the car industry, I worked on the wholesale side. But as I'm a as a uh, a buyer, a consumer of a car, I did um, spend some time um, financing. And when I financed one car, I remember sitting down across the table from a salesperson and um, them trying to sell me whatever else it was that they were trying to add on. And they said, for only $5 more per month, you can get this. And I very quickly did the math because, you know, that's what we do sometimes. And I, and I, and I realized that uh, without, you know, applying interest, that that $5 per month, of course, is going to very quickly turn into $60 a year. And as we start to see how long the loan is over five years, let's say, I'm going to be spending a lot more than what just $5 a month appears or sounds to me. And then I said, you know what? At the end of the day, it's going to be $300, let's say. Why don't we do this? Why don't you give me $300 since it's only $5 a month and I'll be happy to buy that from you. And of course, the answer came back with a smirk. Yeah, no way. Right. Because it's their money. They're not going to spend it. But uh, they're going to, um, of course, easy. It's much easier for them to spend my money and your money. So you got to think about that. So don't get caught into that trap where just a little bit more money per month. Um, the other why that I want to use, of course, yield is the primary point here, but I want you to think about this. It's your money. It's your RV. It's your adventure. Remember, it's your RV. Now, go in there with financing options available to you. If you're buying from a dealership and you need to finance your RV purchase, know what your options are so that you're not just stuck with their terms. Now, sometimes their terms can be better than those that you found on your own, but in most cases, if you have options, you're going to be able to make a better choice and not be pressured into something as your only option. It's your RV. Uh, you've heard me say before, be careful not to add on many of the extras that are financed through the dealer. You know, you've heard me say this a couple times, and it's true. You can go third party on some of this stuff and save a significant amount of money when it comes to extended warranties, etc. cetera. Uh, so don't uh, do many of the add-ons unless it makes sense for you to do that. And then, of course, here's the biggest one on that. It's your RV. Don't buy it if you don't love it, period. Just don't do it. If you don't love it, I don't care what they tell you. I don't care the terms. I don't care the deal. It's your RV, and you're going to have to live in this thing. If it's only for a weekend or if it's for a long time, it's your RV. Make sure that you don't forget that. It's not their RV that they're just going to hand over to you. It's built for you. This is the one you want, and you got to be happy with it. If you don't love it, don't buy it. And the final why for under, the, under our uh, yield 
for the uh, BI acronym here is I want to remind you that it is your adventure. Have fun in the process. You've heard me say this before. Do not buy on emotion. That's going to, you're going to get crushed. Make sure that you're not making an emotional purchase. Slow down. And here's a big one. I know it sounds funny, but it's so true. Make sure that you've got a full stomach before you go out and negotiate terms. Make sure there's no distractions, kids, grandkids running around, distracting you from what you're trying to do, loud TVs blaring. Uh, If you get to sit in a cubicle, make sure that it's quiet. Remember, this is your RV. And I always say, ask for freebies. Ask for them to throw in some free stuff, even if it's just for a free night stay at their campground. Ask for it. You're spending your hard-earned money. Buying your RV. See what else that the seller can do for you. You'd be surprised at what uh, what can happen there. Even if it's free toilet paper, I don't care. Just get something, or at least ask for it, um, and you'd be you'd be surprised how much stuff that a lot of dealerships are planning on giving you um, if you uh, if you just simply ask. So, uh, I hope that helps. So don't forget. If you're looking to buy an RV, let's start with the B. Before you begin, go through this podcast again and read through those. Uh, I should I should say listen through those. And if you need me to send you this information, just reach out to me. I'll be happy to email you this uh, information as well. Uh, B. Before you begin, know what are most know the things that are most important to you. You understand the risk. We talked about insurance and what real market value is for your RV and the RV that you're looking to purchase and why yield. Make sure that you don't get in a hurry. You're going to get crushed if you buy your RV uh, using your emotions or letting your emotions determine your decisions. Remember, it's your money. It's your RV. It's your adventure. And don't ever forget it. Hey, I hope that helps. If there's anything I can do for you, please feel free to reach out to me, james at myrvninja.com. And just to let you know, we are working on um, some of the things that I've been doing here as that's not an excuse, but just to let you know what happened as to why some of these podcasts haven't gone yet is that I'm working on a course right now that's going to be more in-depth as to help you uh, with your purchases to know if you've got a good deal um, or if you're interested in uh, buying another RV. Some of the tips and pointers, we're going to actually have some some course materials that we can send to you um, and some additional information as you start out in the uh, RV lifestyle. Uh, just some tips and some pointers that will help you along the way. In the meanwhile, I hope that you're having a great day and a great week, and we'll look forward to talking to you again real soon. Take care and God bless. 